Good afternoon. My name is Russell, and I am a wilderness explorer in Tribe 54, Sweat Lodge 12. Are you in need of any assistance today, sir? <laughs> I don't know why. I just wanted to. St I wanted to start off my intro like that because, first of all, Up is an incredible movie, and if you've never seen it before, please do so. But also just because, like, when I was originally recording this, I was like, I started it off that way. I was like, "Good afternoon." And then I thought immediately, I was like, oh my gosh, I need to recreate the, the scene from, from up where Russell says hello to, to Mr. Fredrickson. I have to. <laughs> so I hope you guys enjoyed that. But hey, hi, hello. Welcome back to the Chiona podcast. It's me, Sarah Sodizi. If you're new here, hi, this is a podcast where I talk about little events and little things about my life that I've learned and things that I'm still learning as I go along. So I feel like there's like a small percentage of you guys that really love hearing about my childhood stories and in some ways I'd like to think that these events that happen within my life they've shaped me into the human being that I am today but truly and honestly like I feel like certain events in your life you know like when you just think back to when you were a kid and you haven't thought about it in a really long time you haven't thought about it and then all of a sudden there's just like this one specific thing that just comes up in your life where you're like whoa that's why I'm scared of that whoa that's why I don't do that anymore because you learned or you like associate certain things with each other I don't really know how to explain it but anyways this week I wanted to talk a little bit about things that traumatized me as a kid <laughs> I don't know how how nicely to put that but like these are things that I just remember from my childhood that will forever be ingrained in, in me till the day that I die and there's no trigger warning or anything like super 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 bad that comes along with any of these stories like I want to preface that and just say like this is just for fun I'm just being silly and everything like that even though I do talk to my therapist about some very not so great things about ha what happened in my childhood but what she's told me and what she's told me to reflect on is the fact that there are experiences in your life that you can take things from and say hey okay so I went through this but what did I learn from it? Or what can I do to be a better person now in my adulthood? What can I do to be a better person now after going through that experience? But, 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 I just thought I would preface and say, hey, please, I promise you these stories are not sad or like they won't make you, they won't make you feel some type of way unless, unless you're like me, then they probably will make you feel some type of way, <laughs> but not in the way that you think, just probably like frustration or probably just like, yep, that's the reason I don't do this or that's the reason why I am like this. So I just, yeah, I just wanted to let you guys know that before we get started. But anyways, yeah, 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 yeah. Grab your cafecito, grab your tea, go and take a seat, grab your popcorn, whatever you need to do, and let's get started. Okay, okay, okay. Listo, listo, listo. Ya vamos a empezar. So when I was growing up, I basically lived in maybe three houses in my entire lifespan. So the house that I live in now, and then the one I was living in before this house, and then there was another house like briefly when I was born. Like I want to say I was only there for like two years because I was just like a little infant and I hardly remember the house, but there was that house as well. So that house I hardly have any memories of. However, the house afterwards, so the second house that I've lived in, I spent a, a decent amount of my childhood there. Like I lived there from when I was starting kindergarten. So when I was like maybe like three, four years old, all the way up until I was almost nine. 
So like decent amount of time there. My brother and sister, obviously they had more experiences or they were able to kind of like piece things together a little bit better in the first house and piece things even more in the second house. And the house that we're living in now is pretty much where I've like spent all of my life. But the second house was also pretty significant in terms of things that I remember or things that just shaped me as a human being. So this story has to do with me living in that second house. So when we were growing up, my brother and I were super, super tight. And to be honest with you, like nowadays we are still pretty tight, but in different ways. You know what I mean? Like when you're an adult, you don't find time for as many things as you used to anymore, or you just don't find yourself being as close to somebody because they have their own life and you have your own life and we kind of just do our own things. But at the end of the day, like you still find yourself being drawn to that person. Well, not only because he lives with me, but also just because we are interested in some of the same things still and one of those things was video games but another thing that we always just very much like to do was just go outside and play together so every summer my brother and I would get our bikes and we'd go to the park near our house and we would play together blah blah blah. we'd play sports together we would chase each other around and stuff like that like my brother and I really love to do that in the summertime and then in the winter time my brother and I would also go tobogganing with my dad or we would build a snow fort in the front yard of our house My mom has video evidence of that and to be honest with you every time I see that footage it makes me smile because that was just such a simpler time. Like imagine your whole life's work just being a kid and building a fort in front of your house and like that was like your biggest accomplishment. Simple times, simple times. But anyways this story in particular is in reference to one summer when my brother and I went to go ride our bikes and oh my god like this is why I was a little apprehensive at first to start riding a bike again because like this this story is just a little it just went a little haywire like let's just say let's just start it off like that things went off the rails really really quickly so I think I was about maybe six or seven years old when this happened My brother and I were coming back from the park that day. We had just finished playing and we were coming back to the house. So I'm going to try and describe this as best as I possibly can. So essentially, my brother and I were coming back from the park and there were two entrances to our neighborhood because our neighborhood was kind of shaped in like a crescent. And so you could take either one of those one of those paths. So one of the streets to go into our into our neighborhood was just like a regular like straight straight path and then you had to turn maybe and then that was our house right the second path was a little bit longer but was a little bit more on the dangerous side because it was like on a hill or it was very much like on a steep slope and so obviously when you're a kid you think that there are no consequences to the things that you do so let's guess y'all my brother and I were tired coming back from playing outside in the summertime who knows if it was hot out I, I honestly don't know What I do know is, (laughs) is out of the two choices that we had to come home, of course we're going to take the long way. Of course we're going to go the dangerous route. Why wouldn't we do that? And here's the thing. My brother is two years older than me, but at the time when I was younger, my brother and sister, and even to this day a little bit, but like more so when I was younger, my brother and my sister could do no wrong in my eyes. Like I looked up to them and I still do obviously, but I looked up to them like, they knew what was up and I had to listen to them and that like I didn't know any better and that you know if my brother suggested like hey we're gonna take this way instead of the normal way that dad takes us then I was like all for it I was like heck yeah like we're gonna do it sure whatever right 
So we turn into the into the area where the 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 steep slope is to go down into our neighborhood. And I'm and I'm saying this because or like the only reason I knew that it was like this because we'd never been on our bikes down this slope before. The only reason we knew it was like this is because sometimes my dad would take that route with his with his truck and we would go down the slope and then go to our house like because sometimes I don't know it just happened to be in that direction that we were going in I don't know that's the only reason I knew about it but from the perspective of riding your bike it was really not to mention the fact that hello I was still using a tricycle okay so it's like it was like a little hefty it was like okay whoa this is a little high up but you know what like my brother knows what's up we're gonna be fine blah blah blah, blah. so my brother was like okay we're gonna go this way and then we're gonna get home blah 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 so I was like, okay, sick. Like, you know, what could possibly go wrong? And I, I, I feel like there's this, there's this audio on TikTok. Again, I'm not on TikTok yet, but eventually I will be. Who knows? Probably. I don't know. Um, but there's this audio on TikTok and Instagram where, <laughs> where it's a kid who's singing along and is like, and nothing can go wrong. And then immediately cuts to the part where it's like, oh no, it all went wrong. Because... <laughs> I feel like that's what it was. Me, seven, six, six, seven-year-old me, sunshine, rainbows, flowers in her hair, whatever, was just like, nothing can go wrong. My brother and I going down this hill. So my brother was like, all right, I'm going to go down first and then you're going to come after me. So I was just like, okay, sounds good. So I'm at the top of this uh, like steep slope. My brother is, he's on a two-wheeler. So he's like pacing himself to go down and then starts going down and I guess he hadn't anticipated how fast it was going or how steep the hill was because before he could get to the bottom his bike did like a skid and he like fell off his bike and he scraped his knee and guys when I tell you I've never seen such horror in my brother's eyes and in my own eyes like if I were looking at this like if I'm looking at this in like third person I'm seeing myself standing there being absolutely useless because when I saw that happen to my brother I just stood there and cried I didn't even run to him I didn't do anything and thank goodness like at this time I feel like back in the 90s or like back in like the early 2000s a lot of people would watch your kids not in a creepy way but people would watch your kids outside because like everybody would just be outside and like the neighbors would just be there to just make sure that kids were safe and stuff like that not saying it doesn't happen now but I feel like back then it was like a really prevalent thing so anyways a couple of the neighbors or a couple of people from the neighborhood they were outside on their porches or they were like outside whatever just chilling and they saw that happen to my brother because like I said this was like an entrance to get into like my neighborhood at the like yeah to get into my neighborhood and so there were some people that were that witnessed what had happened and they saw my brother on the ground and he was crying and he was like wailing actually why am I saying he was crying he was like wailing like full-on like ugly cry like screaming at the top of his lungs blah, blah 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 and then that is also kind of what made matters worse the fact that my brother was like crying like that so then everybody heard and people started coming out of their houses to see what was going on blah 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 and so then one of the neighbors that lived across from us ran to my <laughs> ran to my parents house or ran to the house and knocked on the door and my mom was home because my dad was at work my mom was home and she was like what's going on and then they were like oh like I think your son's hurt blah 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 my mom drops everything she told me this. I don't know if this is true, but she she's, she was in the middle of something. She dropped everything, put on her shoes and ran and ran to where my brother was. 
Meanwhile, if you guys are like still with me on this, you're probably wondering, okay, Sarah, so where were you? What was going on? What did you do to help? What was what was the situation? Guys, I was still standing there, just crying. Like, just just standing there. I didn't even go down the hill. I was on my tricycle, just holding on for dear life, like on the handlebars. I didn't go down the hill, but I was like holding on and I was crying. It was so <laughs> I laugh now, but this like poor little kid like watched her brother go down the hill and scrape his knee violently, like violently scrape his knee and just like it's just like standing there. And so like the one of the ladies from like the neighborhood or like lived in one of the houses nearby, she came and she saw that I was standing there because everybody else was obviously focused on my brother. So she saw that I was standing there and then she came up to me and was like, are you okay? Blah, blah, blah. Like, let's go back to your house, this, this, and that. And back then you could trust adults a lot more than you can now, which is unfortunate because the society that we live in now, like, I feel like I can't even trust my niece to even say hi to people half the time. But like, anyways, back then it was a little bit more like you could trust people a little bit more. So I was like, yeah, yeah, I want to go home. And I think I've told you guys this before is like it's a combination of me being anxious and a combination of me being like a little kid is when I would cry a lot of the time I was very incoherent so like when people would ask me things or try to talk to me while I was crying it would make absolutely no sense because I would be like sputtering and stuttering like a I don't even know, like a freaking beluga whale like being like like I I'm not gonna lie to you, sometimes if I'm really, really going through it right now as an adult, sometimes that'll pop out, my inner child will pop out and I'll, I'll feel like that, but when I was a kid it was pretty bad, like when I would cry it would just be just as bad, so I don't even think I said yes, I want to go home, I'm pretty sure that's what the lady garnered from what I managed to muster up to her, but anyway, she, she, uh, she came with me and she came to my house, whatever, and my sister was home and all that. And so my mom took my brother and carried him back to the house and she was like checking for everything and she put like uh, she put alcohol on his knee and guys again the seething the seething screeching that was just coming from the bathroom in the upstairs washroom. <laughs> I hate that I'm laughing at this because my brother was genuinely in pain but like the seething screeching that was going on from the upstairs bathroom I'll never forget it in my lifetime and yeah I saw that after seeing that I didn't want to go on my bike for a little while and even as an adult right now I still get kind of antsy whenever I go on a bike like I know how to ride a bike and everything like that and it's cool and it's a really big thing here in Toronto or whatever but I just get a little antsy whenever I think about going down a hill or doing anything like that because of what happened to my brother and and yeah Okay, so for this next one, it's very short and simple. This is the reason, I, I will give you guys the reason as to why I have had the same hairdresser for almost 11 years now, I want to say. Like, the same guy has been cutting my hair consistently for almost 11 years. Not only because he's talented and he's good at what he does, but this is the particular reason as to why. So when I was in the second grade, I remember this. I was in the second and the third grade. My mom... Why she did this, I I will never know. And I still continue to ask her this question and she never gives me a proper answer because that's just who she is as a person. So, yeah. When I was growing up, my mom was not a hairdresser. 
Never went to school for it, never learned anything. YouTube did not exist at the time, so there was nothing to reference. Actually, in fact, the only thing that you could reference was magazines. And there were even these specific, I don't know if they sell them anymore, but there were these specific magazines that had different hairstyles in them. I guess a lot of hairdressers would use them. I, I honestly don't know. But my mom, she got one. I don't know if it was from the library or the convenience store. I can't remember. But she had bought one of those and thought, hey, this looks easy. This looks like a, I could probably do it. Or this looks like somebody who has absolutely no experience could do it. And so lo and behold, lo and behold, my mom used me as her test subject to chop off all of my hair and do whatever it is that she felt like doing because I had no agency at that time to even tell my mom, hey, maybe don't give me bangs. Hey, maybe don't cut my hair that short. And here's what the funniest bit is, is that my brother would get his hair cut by my mom like every so often, but it's different with my brother because like my brother always either had like a buzz cut or like would hardly need to even get any haircut because his hair was always short. Whereas for my sister and I, like, we obviously would grow out our hair, make it longer, things like that. But see, here's the here's the stark contrast between my sister's hair and my hair, okay? So my, my sister's hair is a little bit more, I'm not saying that it's not thick, but it's a little bit more on the thinner side because my sister got more of the Asian gene, and so it's a little bit more on the thinner side, and... I mean, I'd like to think that it's slightly, she's listening right now, <laughs> I'd like to think that it's slightly easier to maintain than what my hair is like because I, <clears throat> I got the full, like, South American, like, thick as can be hair. And that's why whenever I cut my hair, it is the biggest blessing in the world because then I don't have to do anything to it. I hardly have to brush my hair. I hardly have to do anything. Okay? But when it's long, of course, that's when everybody loves it and is like, oh my gosh, Sarah, your natural hair is so stunning, so beautiful. Wow, I love it. Yeah, okay, thanks. That's nice and everything. But look at me. I suffer at the expense of my hair looking somewhat decent because, guys, in the summertime, my hair gets so heavy. My scalp suffers. Sufre bien. Sufre bien. The translation, it very much suffers. <laughs> Because it gets so heavy, it gets so sweaty, it gets so itchy, it just, ugh, whatever, okay? So because of those two contrasts, because my sister's hair is one way and my hair is another way, hmm, that didn't matter to my mom because she decided I'm going to take the person with the most complicated hair and chop off everything. And I remember specifically, again, my sister is listening so she can attest to this, is when there was this one time where my mom cut my hair and it was really ugly. Like guys, it was like not even a bowl cut like or like coconut head cut. It was just like, I, it was uneven first of all. I had bangs and it was just so ugly. I looked like Elvis as if he went through a car wash and just like got completely disheveled. I don't even, I don't even know. But my mom cut my hair and I mean, I was a kid, so what did I know? I just was like, whatever, okay, cool. Like at the time, I was like, all right, well, I guess it's like somewhat decent. My mom cut my hair, I feel really special, I feel really nice. And what did my sister do? 
what did my sister do? So at the time, and I'm pretty sure a lot of Latino kids, you guys can relate to this, is when you were a little kid, you're watching novelas when you actually weren't supposed to be watching novelas, but it was because your mom would have it in the background or because she would watch it while she was making dinner and you just so happened to be in the same room. So you would watch these novelas with her. Anyways, so my sister goes and walks up to me after she sees my haircut and is like, oh my gosh, you look like the lady from the novella. And I don't know why, guys. I really don't know why that really, really bothered me to the nth degree because when she said that, I got really upset. And what do I do when I get really upset? I obviously started crying and I ran to my mom and I was like, mom, she's making fun of me. And my mom was like, no, mijita, it looks great. What are you talking about? Blah, blah, blah. Like, it looks so nice. And then ever since I had that haircut, my sister kept calling me by the name of the lady from that novela. And yeah, so that's... <laughs> that traumatized me. Like, having ugly haircuts. Like, I look at pictures from before and I'm just like, why, mom? Why did you, why did you do this to me? Why? Why did you think that this was okay? And so ever since then, I never trust anybody else to cut my hair unless it's like absolutely necessary. And then again, I've been going to the same guy since I was like 18 years old. 18! 18! And I'm going to be 28. I'm going to be 28. So what? Okay, like almost uh, like 10 years now. uh, Going on 11. And it's like... It makes me feel like so much more at ease and in control of things because my hairstylist always knows what I want and will never do me dirty like my mom did. Okay, so this last one I feel like is an episode of a sitcom because when I look at the footage from when I was a little kid, that's what it feels like. That It feels like an episode of The Office. It feels like an episode of Parks and Recreation, like one of those kinds of shows where it's like a documentary style because my mom has video footage of it and it just pains me every single time I look at it. So every winter and this is it's it's a funny story because a lot of my american friends are like oh like canadians they love hockey and they love winter and they love this they love that and anybody who knows me knows that i absolutely hate winter and i just this is one of the reasons as to why i hate winter because i find that as a person that very much enjoys sports you would think that i would enjoy every sport and no that's not the case that's not the case because ice skating not it for me chief not it at all for me and this is the reason why so i feel like i've talked about this before where my parents really wanted my siblings and i to be super involved in sports or super involved in whatever activities were available within the community now when we were growing up Obviously, having three kids is quite expensive, so you try to cut corners wherever you can, or you try to find things that are for free, or stuff that doesn't really cost that much money. And so, I don't know why my parents did. Anyways, so at the community center, they had like a couple of like free things that you could do, or like you could sign your kids up for like after school programs, things like that. So, my parents thought it was a wonderful idea to sign myself my brother and my sister up for skating lessons ice skating lessons and so I already was having a terrible time because I was just like I'm not really into this like I don't really see what the point of it is but I'll try it I'll try it I'll try it and my parents whole thing I don't know my dad side note my dad loves watching the olympics but specifically he likes watching like the winter olympics he likes watching the ice skating portion that man will sit in front of the tv 
for a solid one and a half hours to watch the entire ice fig- ice figure skating competition proportion or whatever he'll watch the singles the the couples the just like the men's like i'm telling you my dad i know you would think that my dad is not into that type of stuff but he is and so in his mind a little bit not fully but in his mind a little bit one out of the three of us he had a one in three chance of one of us being uh, an Olympic figure skater for whatever reason. And I feel like if my sister kept at it, then maybe she probably would have been good at it because she actually was pretty decent and there's video evidence to show that. But my brother and I, not so much. And again, there's video evidence of this. Now, like I mentioned before, it feels like I was part of like a sitcom or like a funny mockumentary style show like modern family because my mom's video footage and i will describe this in as much and as as best as i can as much detail and as best as i can but basically my mom was filming us as we were doing the different drills that the teacher was asking us to do my mom's defense about why i sucked so bad in comparison to everybody else is because everybody else had way more experience than i did and all these kids that were in the class had already been taking lessons and my brother and i were just starting out like we had enrolled late into the class or whatever but i feel like she just says that to make me feel better about myself because you know what dios le ha dado a la gente dones okay translation god has given people special gifts okay there's some people that know how to cook just naturally know how to cook there's some people that just naturally know how to go fishing there's some people that just naturally know how to talk in front of other people okay i was not made i was not made to ice skate i was not okay and my mom said oh no it's because all the other kids they had already taken lessons blah, blah blah then why was my brother better than me why was he why was he better than i was hmm and he had just started at the same pace as me hmm hmm i don't understand anyways there's a video of us doing one of the drills where we're supposed to like be like skating backwards to one end of the rink and then skate backwards to the other side of the rink and just like this is just so sad to watch every time i watch it i just i just want to bury myself in a hole and never come out because you'll see that my mom has the camera zoomed in on my brother and i and then the the camera just like pans out and you can see the rest of the kids like way ahead of us way ahead of us and my mom's filming this for a decent amount of time okay so then she zooms in again on my brother who's catching up to everybody by the way and then zooms out and sees me like you can't even see me in the frame because i'm so far behind the other kids and it was so sad and let me tell you something context behind that video is i was going as slow as possible because i did not want to fall i didn't want to fall and i thought it was really embarrassing because people would laugh when I would fall and I just didn't want to have to go through that humiliation again so I would go at the smallest minusculest pace and that dream for my dad for all three of us to be Olympic figure skaters or something like that 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 dream was dead after that I was not interested in ice skating to say the least like and I want to say that even to this day as an adult like I don't even remember the last time I went figure skate or like I went ice skating because I hate it I literally hate it so much. Like, every time somebody suggests, like, oh, like, let's go figure, let's go ice skating, or let's go do some skating, blah, 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 blah. Like, no. 
Y'all can do that. I'm going to stay at home and just watch somebody figure skate because figure skating is very beautiful. Like even me, I like sitting down and watching it during the Olympics or championships and stuff like that. But like, dog, don't ask me to go skating with you because the answer will always be no. And it's funny because my partner played hockey when he was a kid and everything like that. So I'm pretty sure he would still be decent at it to this day, even though he hasn't in a very long time. He would still be decent at it to this day. Okay. And yet again, another, another thing that just demonstrates how opposite we are, because he would be very much interested in that. Whereas me, no, the answer will always be no. And well, friends, that's it for this week's episode. (laughs) Talking about some things that just uh, did not work out with me as a child or things that just shaped me into being the human being that I am today. Why I won't ride a bike, why I won't go figure skating, and why I only trust one person to cut my hair. (laughs) If you have some suggestions for things that you want me to talk about, whether that's having to do with relationships, your career, your life in general, then just hit me up on Instagram, at SoDeasy. You already know what the dealio is. As I'm recording this, or as you're listening to this, I will most likely be at Toronto's Veld Music Festival, having the time of my life very very exciting and who knows maybe a story will come out of it and i can talk more about the shows that i like going to and things like that but until then my friends i hope you are having a wonderful and awesome weekend or i hope you have a wonderful and awesome weekend as always black lives matter indigenous lives matter immigrant lives matter and god loves you so so much okay bye